When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in. Happy Friday. Hope all of you are having a fantastic start to your weekend. And we hopefully will make that a little bit better over the next three hours. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We have got a lot of interesting stories to dive in with you. We certainly want to thank all of our veterans out there that are listening. Uh, we will have special veterans-related activities and events that will be taking place during the course of today's program. And so we thank you right off the top. Um the news that we broke yesterday of Joe Manchin not running for re-election in West Virginia has continued to reverberate throughout the political landscape. We will not only think about what the impact of Joe Manchin not running in West Virginia is going to be, but also what that means for the Senate map and what that could mean for Joe Manchin as he explores potentially running as a no-labels candidate as a third party. Jill Stein. Many of you will remember Jill Stein, formerly of the Green Party, still of the Green Party, I guess. They kept her off the ballot for 2020. She may well have cost Hillary in 2016 the election in many close states. She's now going to be running back on the ballot theoretically. We'll see whether she can make it on in any contested states. It's starting to look like everyone's presidential ballot is going to have maybe more options than we have seen in most of our lives. We'll talk about that. But, Buck, I wanted to start. We talked earlier this week about the New York Times swing state poll, which showed that Trump was up in five of the six swing states that the New York Times polled, and Wisconsin was the only one that Biden was winning, and it was very close. There now is another poll that is out from a totally different uh, place. Bloomberg and the Morning Consult, I believe, is where that is the overlap. And what is intriguing here is, guess what? 
it's showing almost the exact same results. Joe Biden reacted to that. I'll play that for you in a moment. But here is that poll result. Georgia, Trump is up seven. Arizona, Trump is up four. This is according to Bloomberg Morning Consult. Pennsylvania, Trump is up three. Nevada, Trump is up three. Wisconsin, they have Trump up one. North Carolina, they have Trump up nine. Michigan, they have dead even. So in those seven states, according to Bloomberg and the Morning Consult, Buck, right now Joe Biden is not leading in any of them. The best result he has is dead even in Michigan. I'm going to play Biden in a moment, but I want to let you react to this. Is it fair to say, based on Bloomberg now and the New York Times, I think two outlets that you would say are not predisposed to be favorable towards Trump, that at this moment in time, as we sit here a little bit less than a year from the 2024 election, Joe Biden is in really difficult shape in all these swing states. And if the election were today, Trump would have a very good chance of winning. So here are the takeaways that I have from it, Clay, given where we are in the timeline, because all this is prefaced with the elections a year out and a year is an eternity in politics. And we all know that. Right. But why does it really matter? Why does it really catch a lot of attention right now? that the polls show what they show even at this early juncture, right? I think on the one hand, it is the strongest proof we have to date that not only have the indictments against Donald Trump strengthened him with the Republican base, there seems to be an even broader revulsion from the American people against this, right? He's he's getting numbers beyond just the Trump base if he's crushing Biden in swing state. That's right. That's so that is one, I think, really important data point that the polls that the polls show us right now. The other really important takeaway that you can have from this or that at least is worthy of discussion is what we talk about and have been talking about frequently, which is are Democrats hitting the panic button on Biden as the nominee? And if so, what does that mean? What do they do? Um, this is, I think, a a somewhat fluid situation. Meaning I still believe, although now I'm, I'm sweating a little bit on this one, but I still think, I still think it will be Biden, but I do believe that there are enough prominent Democrats out there who are concerned that they're probably considering options and thinking, what is the break the glass plan here? Like if we yeah. really have to figure something out, what is the plan B? Now I still believe there, there is a, a constitutionally mandated plan B in a sense, or I just mandated too strong a word, but offered with the vice president taking over Kamala Harris. They obviously don't like that very much, although I believe she does a little better than Biden in polling recently. Am I wrong in thinking that? Um, in the I New York think... Times, everybody did better than Biden, which right. is really undercutting the argument of only Joe Biden can beat Trump. It's actually the case, according to some of the New York Times data, that that's not true at all. And and so so the, the going back to the first point, the strategy of, Trump is going to lose because they're indicting him so many times. I don't know if that is going to, I don't know if that's going to work the way the Democrats want it to. There was that poll that showed, um, a huge change in the swing states if, if Trump is convicted. I just don't just buy indicted. it. I, I, you're I right. don't buy that, that exists. Yeah. Yeah. I don't buy that either. So that's really, it hinges on these two, you've got these two massive questions that this surge in, 
really bad, uh, bad data for Biden. Did we play his clip, his response yet? Or no, we have no, not. No, Peter Ducey Let's asked him about Sorry. it. Listen to that. Yeah. Why do you think it is that you're trailing Trump in all these swing state polls? Because you don't read the polls off of the ten polls. Eight of them, I'm beating him in those states. Eight of them. You guys only do two. CNN and New York Times. Check it out. Check it out. We'll get you a copy of all those other polls. I'd love to see that copy of the polls that they're giving Joe Biden. But, again, the Bloomberg poll and the New York Times poll have almost identical results. And listen to this, Buck. This is also from the Bloomberg poll, swing state voters. Who do you trust on the economy? Trump plus 16. Who do you trust on immigration? Trump plus 18. Who do you trust on the stock market? Trump plus 20. Who do you tr- trust on prices? Trump plus 19. And I'm about to hit you with some that surprised me. Who do you trust on taxes? Trump plus 13. Cost of everyday goods? Trump plus 14. Interest rates? Trump plus, plus 16. Okay, those are all big double digit. They trust Trump. Here's what would make me a little nervous also if I'm Biden. Who do you trust on democracy? Swing state voters. Biden plus three. Only plus three buck. Well, that's uh, another one here. Uh, yeah, oh, another sorry. one here. Uh, uh, who do you trust on abortion? Biden plus four. One more. Who do you trust on labor and unions? Tr- uh, Trump plus one. Like these are, if Biden's only going to be a little bit up on abortion and a little bit up on democracy buck in these swing states, he has no chance to win. So the, the democracy poll number there, really uh stuck out to me because here's what here's what i think is going on they've had this whole narrative of january 6 trump is a threat to democracy you know the insurrection all this stuff and there was some resonance uh that i think we saw with that narrative in 2022 with some of the trump supported candidates some people disagree with that analysis that's fine whatever but it certainly was what the democrats thought i mean they were supporting even with dollars some of the more uh MAGA candidates in, in some close elections. But here's what's happened since then. The people that have been lecturing everybody about democracy, who are also the people who are lecturing us all about Russia collusion, which they were all wrong on. Yes. But now they've been lecturing us about the threat to democracy, and they have Joe Biden's DOJ covering up for Hunter, which we've all seen, it's very obvious, while at the same time launching four, I mean, I know it's only two of them are federal, but the system, you could say, the Democrat system, launching four criminal indictments against Donald Trump with 91 total counts that theoretically would send him to prison for the rest of his life if he was convicted in any of these cases. Yes. I think people look at that and they say, you're not allowed to lecture us about democracy anymore. I I think some people see this and there's a bit of a pushback. There's a bit of, hold on a second. You're the ones who are weaponizing the justice system against a political candidate. What could be a more obvious political question than who should be the president of the United States? Meaning... What could be the more clear answer then? Let the people decide. Let the people vote. These efforts claim to knock him off the ballot in some of the states. They just failed in what was it? Uh, Minnesota was it? That That's they, right. Minnesota. That Minnesota said no. Sorry, you can't kick Trump off the ballot. But they're trying to abuse the system in every way possible against Trump while they say they're saving the system. Some people obviously buy into that, but I think some people don't, and they're people that Democrats need to vote for them. 
I think people can simultaneously believe that January 6th was a threat. They can buy the Democrat argument, who are swing voters I'm talking about, not most of you that are out there listening to us, that it wasn't, you know, we know it wasn't an insurrection or the most yeah. deadly and dangerous Riot, Riots are bad. War. Breaking but, yes. federal property is bad. Hitting Correct. police is bad. Yes. You should be prosecuted when you, and regardless of your politics, engage in violent behavior. So I think most people who are listening to us agree with that. But... You can simultaneously have bought that argument on some level, but then also believe that what Democrats are doing is as bad, or I think a lot of them believe far worse. And so if Biden's only up three on democracy, and if he's only up four, these are swing state polls from Bloomberg, and if he's only up four on abortion, I don't think he has anything else to run on, Buck. The only thing he can run on is abortion and democracy. I think that's it. And if that those allegations aren't resonating uh, against Trump, and I do think Trump is protected on the abortion level uh, argument on some level because he's never been a zealous abortion-focused politician, right? He's been a border guy. He's been an economy guy. Obviously, he appointed the justices that overturned Roe v. Wade, but his position has been, hey, we put it back to the states. I don't think you're going to see Donald Trump run aggressively on an abortion-related uh, political calculus. And if it doesn't work on democracy, what arguments does Joe Biden have? He doesn't have the border. He doesn't have crime. He doesn't have inflation. He doesn't have a roaring uh, stock market. What do you? He doesn't have. Yeah, I can't even point to peace. We got war in the Middle East and war in the uh, in uh, Europe. Uh, the only thing I think he can run on Buck is democracy and abortion, well, and it's not resonating in the in the swing states. This is where I would I would put out the word of caution. It's not resonating yet. They haven't run the playbook and the campaigns and the you know the huge amounts of money and the but, TV ads and the lies and the misrepresentations. Right. That's I think those numbers will be able to move in Democrats' favor, the ones abortion and, and democracy threats or whatever it was. But the fact that they're so close right now, irrespective of how aggressive the Biden campaign is going to be, is, I think, a troubling indicator for their electoral prospects and an encouraging indicator for Donald Trump. And if you had asked me before I saw that poll, you know, on the issue of, th- uh, like, you know, democracy or whatever, yes. I would think it would be Biden plus 20 just because of all the rhetoric about it, around it. You know, I, um, I, so. I I was stunned when I saw it, too. But to me, the Biden people have to. And again, this is Bloomberg. This is uh, seven swing states. Trump is winning six of them, tied in one of them. If I'm the Biden team and I think they're seeing this buck because they spent twenty five million dollars already on swing state advertisements, despite what Joe Biden said when he's like, oh, well, the polls that I see are good. You know, when you're in the White House, I think a lot of times they give you the polls that they think look good for you. The fact that the New York Times and Bloomberg have almost identical results suggests to me that these are not outlier ind- indic- indic- indicators and that Biden is in real trouble. How much trouble enough that they're thinking about something else? That's what everyone's asking right now. I, I get all these people that are saying, how you feel about your prediction, Mr. Buck? And I say, I'm, I'm dug into my trench. I'm not moving an inch. And we'll see. I'll take what whatever whatever think? comes we, we my way. Come back. What do you think about my theory that there is a secret conversation behind the scenes that could be going on, and they're just trying to avoid undercutting Biden in the last year of his presidency? I will. I will address. I yes. will address your theory. 
And we want to hear what you think. 800-282-2882. Are we seeing the polls the right way? How are you feeling about our prospects right now to take back the country from the communists, aka the Democrats? Like everything else, ammo has become more expensive. And that makes it more expensive for gun owners to train at the range. There's an alternative training method out there, though, called Mantis X. You can do this at the range or even at home. Mantis X is a firearms training system that is a no-ammo, all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your firearm like a weapon light. Then you connect that to your Mantis X app, and it guides you through drills and courses. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and aim. Nearly everyone using Mantis X improves within the first half hour. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X dot com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton making sense in an insane world. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. 
Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Lines are open. It's Friday, 800-282-2882. Jimmy Fallon weighed in here on the Haley Ramaswamy feud. Play 14. It was quite a night during the two-hour debate. Nikki Haley got the most questions. Tim Scott spoke the longest. And Ron DeSantis spoke the <coughs> shortest. <laughs> Yeah, one of the big moments from the night was when Vivek Ramaswamy went after Nikki Haley's daughter for being on TikTok. Then the moderator tried to calm things down. He was like, Nikki, Vivek, remember, none of you are going to be president. <laughs> Reasonably funny, I would say. Uh, Jimmy Fallon seems like he's the least mean of, of the uh, of the late night hosts, obviously not including our friend Greg Gutfeld and his crew. Um, I think... But- there actually are starting to be somewhat even jokes now. Like that's an old school joke that would have come out of a, a debate. That's what I mean. Uh, yeah. You know, and Bar- Bargatze, uh, hosted SNL and you and I both think Nate is a, is a great comedian and people have been sending me cuts from that. And, and the question people keep asking is, is SNL actually going to try to be funny going into this election cycle or are, are they going to try to just be comedians instead of being DNC talking points robots who occasionally make jokes? Um, and I, I think it would also work better for late night as well. I mean, for the, for the other, you know, late night shows that are out there. Um, but one thing that I did think was interesting, we'll, we'll pull this audio. I forgot about this. Uh, speaking of the Ramaswamy stuff, do you remember that he, he called, he said that he's the only person on the stage who wants a border wall at the northern border? Yeah. Yeah. When we were sitting watching that, <laughs> he said it and I thought it could turn into a, you know, kind of a funny idea story. But he said, and and I don't know the data on this, but uh, Vivek is very smart on it. He said that while we talk about all the illegal fentanyl that is coming in from our southern border, there's actually a ton coming in from the northern border Not too. True. Now, not, I, I don't, he, I don't he, know the incorrect. data on that. Incorrect. We'll have to play the uh, the audio. There's, I'm not saying there's obviously there's some, but uh, you talk to anybody, the the northern border versus the southern border. Uh, you, if you line them up, the numbers, it's not even close. It seems the northern particularly border is 5,500 miles long. Yeah, it seems particularly inefficient to create fentanyl in the southern uh, regions of the world, then take it past America to the north to bring it back into the south. That would be my just pure business analysis of it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that is probably something that's going to get somewhat lampooned. And I don't think very many people listening to us right now in the northern reaches of the country are regularly looking over their shoulder, wondering what the Canucks are going to do to them next. Uh, yeah, 50, 5,500 miles of wall is what that would require on the northern border. So that would be quite a project to get that done. It's funny because that, I, I didn't remember that he said that and he's getting a bunch of heat for it today. You know, maybe he got a little ahead of his skis there. A little ahead of his skis. Well, it wasn't unintentional, uh, but but yes, it was. I thought pretty funny. My pillow has a new favorite on their hands out there. You're raving about the my towels. That's because these are both soft and absorbent. And man, when you see the new towels in a store, they can be soft to the touch at first. When you get them home, put them to use. They're anything but. 
Uh, they are going to be uh, absolutely fantastic. Right now, you get a 60-day full money-back guarantee, and you can get the six-piece set for $29.98. Get the designer set for just 20 bucks more. That's a 50% savings. To find the offer online, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square to check out the new My Towel six-piece towel sets. 50% in savings as well. Remember to enter our names, Clay and Buck, as the promo code. You can also call 800-792-3269 for this special offer and many more. Again, MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Make sure that you use the code Clay and Buck. Do it today. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you. For those of you who missed it, we do have the cut of Vivek saying, hey, we need a wall on the northern border, too. Here it is. Listen. We'll use our own military to seal our own southern border. What we need to do is stop using our military to protect somebody else's border halfway around the world when we're short right here at home. Get serious about protecting this border. And then the other thing that hasn't been discussed is the northern border. I'm the only candidate on the stage, as far as I'm aware, who has actually visited the northern border. There was enough fentanyl that was captured just on the northern border last year to kill three million Americans. So we got to just skate to where the puck is going, not just where the puck is. Don't just build the wall, build both walls. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I like, like I said, I like Vivek and he made a, an, an essential point on, and this is very true on the poisoning versus overdosing about fentanyl. And I said that yesterday. That's totally true. Okay. Put that aside for a moment. We don't need 5,500 miles of wall between the U.S. and Canada right now. That's actually, let's, let's focus on the southern border. We're not going to build two walls. Let's get one wall built first. Um, a lot of things out there people want to react to. I wanted to take this call though, cause we occasionally get, I'm going to start, uh, yesterday, um, you know, sharing some of the things that, that people complain about that are, that I think are a little bit funny. Like yesterday, like I was saying early Thanksgiving and we, we had some fun with Nelda who emailed in. Uh, there's Nelda took people you out to there. school. She gave Nelda you a ride t- on the school bus. Nelda actually emailed back. She said, you know what? You're right. It is an early Thanksgiving. To be fair to Nelda. Oh, good for her. She emailed back. Thank she you, said, Nelda. hey, you know what? You're right. It is an early Thanksgiving. I get it now. But I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, right? Like, uh, there's so many serious things out there. I actually think it's funny when people are upset about the things that we talk about that aren't that serious, right? Like, why weren't if- we at the... Hialeah rally, yeah, yeah. for example. Pronunciation of words is, is one very big focus. Grant in Indiana. Grant's fired up about us talking about the polls. Grant, what do you got for us? Yeah, hey. Uh, Appreciate um, that. Just uh, your guys' emphasis on the polls. Uh, Rush always used to say they're meant to sway public opinion. And the people who make these polls... They have Trump way up in the primary. Nobody's casted a vote. Um, it's just, it seems like you guys are focusing too much on the polls and uh, really not the issues. Could, could I ask so, you? Wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. I think this is important. I mean, you, you, did you hear the, the show, like the opening today where I said it's, it's a year out, it's an eternity in politics, everything can change, but here's why the polls now matter. There were two points about why the polls today matter. Yeah, and the, uh, the polls now matter because uh, the people who are not in favor of Trump, and from what I see, a lot of people, especially women, are way turned off of Trump. They would vote for DeSantis. Uh, Trump. So who's your who's your candidate? Who's your candidate that you would vote for right now if there were a poll in your state? 
Uh, uh, DeSantis or Vivek. So um, you don't think Trump can win? I I do I don't think he he'll be able to win. He won't be able to get okay. any new okay. voters. So that's I, why that's there's frustration then because he's a saying, valid perspective. Yeah. But that that's my point. When we share polls that are favorable to Trump right now, a lot of people come out and they say they don't believe them at all. So I I your your everybody's opinion is valid. My mom uh, taught me at a young age. It's a good lesson to tell everybody. Opinions are like butts. Everybody's got one, right? So, but what Grant wants to say is, anecdotally, he doesn't believe that Trump can win. And he can point to conversations that he has had with different people around uh, the area that would reinforce potentially his opinion. I think it's important to look at polls and consider them as part of your analysis of the current political environment. And if Trump were down eight points in every swing state, that would be a huge topic of discussion. And I don't think the anti-Trump contingent would be upset that about us talking about the polls. What I see is when you don't agree with what a poll says, you aren't happy to have the poll discussed. And I talk about this also in the context, Buck, of uh, looking at gambling odds. Everything is probability in life. Every single thing, every, all day long, is probability. And the people who are better at analyzing probabilities in general have more success in life than the people who are poor at it. Right. Well, I mean, the, the gambling odds obviously reflect the sentiment, which is also reflected in the poll. So these things are generally going to be mirroring each other. I would just say, I mean, if some, somebody could disagree with my contention that this shows us that the um, indict Trump strategy isn't working because we haven't seen that there are convictions, and, yes. although we've brought that up. But I do think that right now there is, and you, you mentioned this, we didn't get to it, uh, because of the numbers today, and this is why I think it's so valid to talk about them today. I mean, I would say today, I mean, at this point, you know, generally speaking in, in uh, politics, uh, there's a real possibility that there is a panic among Democrats that's not just playing out on the editorial pages of the New York Times, but a panic that is leading them to think, what are we going to do we can't win with this guy. And if that's where they are, then they have to start thinking about other options. That's not a next November conversation or a next October conversation. Oh, the polls are bad for Biden, right? It's now. So I think that that's why more than even in a normal circumstance, like if this were Obama running for his second term and we we're talking about the polls a lot, Everyone knew Obama was going to, there was no conversation about whether Obama wasn't going to run for a second term. There is a big conversation among Democrats and among the whole country, I think, as to whether Joe Biden is even capable of doing it. I still think he will, but it is certainly pushing the conversation that his numbers are so weak. And I also think this is really important on why I would give polls more validity now a year out than I would if it were Joe Biden running against a non-Trump-like candidate. Let me explain why. Everybody knows both guys, right? So if Joe Biden were the incumbent president and Donald Trump were not running in this race at all, I wouldn't give a lot of attention necessarily to what the polls were saying about Vivek or Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis because all of those candidates would be relatively undefined on the national scale and you would only be getting one real value point, which is, hey, what do people think about Joe Biden because he's the current incumbent president? Here you basically have two incumbents running. And so whatever you think about Trump, and we get it, half of you don't 
want him to be the nominee. The other half love him. And this is why I early on, Buck, I said, this is really just sports, right? Because whenever I would do a sports and I would say, you know what, I think Michigan's going to beat Ohio State this weekend. Every Ohio State fan loses their mind. Next year, if I say Ohio State fan's going to win, Michigan loses their mind. This is basically fandom. Half of you are all in on Team Trump. And so anything we say that is positive for Trump, you're going to be like, yeah, Trump's the choice. Everybody else needs to drop out. And anything we say that is uh, that is uh, positive about Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley, those guys are all like, uh, the Trump people are like, I don't even know why you're talking about them. They have no chance at all. And so the question you have is, who's more rational? The people who are diehard one side or the other, or me and Buck who are looking at it and trying to analyze it from a rational basis? I would like to think it's us. My favorite is when we post a photo after doing an hour-long sit-down with Donald Trump where we where we both agree he did you know phenomenally well and showed a tremendous both resolve to run and win again and the um, fortitude necessary to go through the gauntlet that he's being put through right now. I mean, you get people that are arguing in the comments on these things. Yeah, they're a bunch of dissimps, and then someone else will come in. No, they're not. They're in the tank for Trump. It's terrible. And I'm like, great. That's what we want. I it's, We want people yelling at us that we're in the tank for a whole variety of candidates. And I, That's I'm the used good. to it because in sports, this is all you get, right? If you talk about Alabama-Auburn, anything that you say that is negative about Auburn or Alabama you're totally bought off and paid for by the other side. So I don't really give it a lot of attention. I think it's entertaining. But the reality is you have to analyze the data that is real right now. And the data that is real right now, remember this, Buck. I don't buy. Some of people out there are like, oh, they're just trying to build Trump up, so he'll be the nom. That's the anti-Trump group, right? Um, remember when the Washington, we talked about this with Trump on uh, when he had him on a couple days ago. The Washington Post had to apologize because the results for Trump were so good in their in their poll that they were they knew their audience was going to be unhappy that they this were This is essential. That. This is essential when we're talking about some of this data. I could understand people saying, "Oh, whatever, if things were in the margin of error yes. or if we're looking at 5 points or 10 points, but in some of these polls and they mirror each other. So there Correct. are multiple independent All saying sources the same of data things right now. You're seeing massive support for, let's say, Trump uh, vis-a-vis the rest of the field. Or you're seeing clear lead for Trump vis-a-vis Biden in the swing states. Um, and, and we've even said Nikki, Nikki Haley, I think, even outperforms Trump in a matchup with Biden in those swing states. So yes. there's something up here, right? It's if, if someone can say to us, oh, Trump v. DeSantis, 1v1, you know, if Trump is at 52 and DeSantis is at 48, I'm just making up numbers yeah. here. But I can see people saying, guys, that, come on, who cares? Like, you don't know what that means and it's so early. But if one is at 80 and one is at 20, that's indicative of something. There's something I going on. I also think again, there, some conspiracies are true. This is important in life. Not every conspiracy is true. So everything is not some grand puppet master, uh, you know, uh, yeah. House of Cards yeah. level analysis. Usually laziness and incompetence are actually the answer over grand conspiracy. Just, just yes. putting that out there. As a former CIA guy, I know of course I've been trained to say this, but it's usually laziness and incompetence that befuddles, that, that, that blows the minds of people who find out about it. That's actually more the case than grand conspiracy well executed. 
and what I would just, yes, 100%. And what I would just point out is almost always if we're discussing a poll that you disagree with, you don't want that poll to be discussed. So right now the anti-Trump faction is actually a little bit wobbly because they're looking around and they're saying, wait a minute, Trump's actually looking really good against Biden. And so they don't believe the polls. But if Trump were down 10 in those same polls, they would all be saying, you know, this is just evidence of why Trump can't be the nominee, right? Make your own choices, but don't ignore evidence that challenges your choices. You have to think probabilistically. You don't know 100% what's going to happen, but as much information as you can put into the equation, the better the odds are that you're going to be able to analyze in a an intelligent fashion in a way that you might not otherwise. Yes, and whoever you're supporting right now, uh, if you don't like this data analysis, call in and yell at Clay. 800-282-2882. Yes, let me just make that clear. If you are supporting someone and you think I hate your candidate, you're right. I hate everybody. Just make it clear. There we go. If you've got old family movies on videotape, now's a perfect time to transfer them to digital files with the help of Legacy Box. Why now? Because you'll have those digital files to share with family and friends over the holidays, making it the perfect sentimental gift. And guys, I'm telling you, this is a winner with moms and the ladies. Get early access to Legacy Box's Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale prices. Right now, you can digitally transfer those tapes for as low as $9 per tape. That's their single lowest price of the year, some 65% off their regular pricing. Don't be the guy that waited to the last minute to get a meaningful gift. You know what I'm talking about. You can only buy so many scented candles or boxes of chocolate and say, oh, look, look, I prepared. No, no, no. Do something cool and memorable. Legacy Box. Get your memories digitized with Legacy Box. You've got a guaranteed winner come Christmas morning when you take your family or loved ones down memory lane. And don't worry, the team at Legacy Box in Tennessee works with the best technology and equipment to safely hand transfer every videotape you send them. Then they return them all along with brand new digital files. And at $9 per tape, it's a great deal. Get started today. Go online to LegacyBox.com slash buck. That's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K. You don't know what you don't know, right? But you could on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. 
GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back, Team to Clay and Buck. We've got a lot more coming your way, including in the next hour. I've got, I've got more for you on the Israel-Hamas situation, but specifically uh, Douglas Murray. We played some of what he had to say for you in, with Piers Morgan, I think making that essential point that at some point, don't you know that when you're marching with people, some of whom are calling for the murder of, of, of all Jews, men, women, children, and the destruction of the state of Israel, at some point, don't you maybe think you're probably on the wrong side of this issue at these marches or rallies, which I thought was very well stated. He's got more, though. There was even more in that interview that is uh, going viral. We have reached out. I, I uh, was in touch with Douglas. He's over in Israel right now. And we'll see if we can get him to join on the show next week. I've also reached out to Vivek, and we'll have Vivek on because his feud with Nikki Haley is not stopping. And uh, it is, there's something going on here that's more than just the debate stage, two people trying to one-up each other. I think, I think there's a legitimate, uh, there's a, there's a deeper issue, a deeper beef, if you will, going on here. And, uh, we can also, we'll reach out to uh, Nikki Haley's team. We'll see if they're, if they're willing to come on here. We will ask her some questions about some of the things that Vivek is raising when it comes to war incorporated, if you will. Yeah. And also why she thinks Vivek should, cause I think it's going both ways. I think sometimes you have people who are grading on each other. If I were summarizing what I think is going on here, I think Vivek feels like Nikki Haley has grifted based on her political uh, ties to make millions of dollars. And I think that, uh, that the vague that strikes him as, uh, as particularly pernicious because he in the private sector made himself wealthy by building something new, whether you agree with it or not. 
as opposed to just trying to make money off of existing businesses based on his connections. Flip side, I think Nikki Haley looks at Vivek and says, this dude's a 38-year-old knucklehead. He has no experience whatsoever in politics, and he's going to suddenly parachute in and try to win the Republican presidential nomination with virtually no record of political detail in his past at all. And so I think she's insulted by the fact that he feels like he should be able to run for president and even stand on the stage with her. And I think you look at the way that she's responded. And then I think Vivek is like Nikki Haley hasn't ever accomplished anything and she's just grifted. She is a part of the Washington swamp. She's everything that I despise. This is why I'm running. And then Buck, I think also the fact that they both have Indian connections. And Haley does not heritage. Uh, they both heritage, have Indian yes. heritage. Yeah. She doesn't talk very much about her Indian heritage. Vivek, obviously, based on his name, it's impossible for him not to do so. And I do think there's some tension over that because they have that in common, and they're almost different generations, even though they're running for the same office. Sometimes closeness or similarity can can create friction. You know, yes. people always assume that differences create, but no, actually, sometimes. If something or someone is, uh, is, feels very familiar, you can actually end up being, uh, in a bit of competition. And, or, and I mentioned this too, Buck, yesterday. I, I would say it again. If we have Indian listeners right now who pick up on some of that tension in a way that we might not, I would actually be interested to hear whether that might be existing yeah. here as well or conversations that are taking place because it is a big deal to have two different people of Indian descent running for president. I think we've had a couple of VIPs write in to say to, to weigh in on that issue. We'll see if we can uh, we can dig those up from yesterday. Um, also in the next hour, um, some good news to share with all of you. The Senate, especially with the Mansion no go on uh, running again, Senate's looking pretty good for Republicans. Yes. How do you know this? Democrats are freaking out about it already. They're worried, which is great. A great sign for America. We'll talk about that when we come back. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 